0: Are you ready? You are listening to Digital Pratih's podcast where you're gonna learn digital marketing for free every single day. I'll keep on learning every single day something new. I'll keep on applying that something new which I have learned in my life and I'll keep on sharing that something new which I have learned and applied and maybe I've got some awesome results. Alright, so today we're gonna be discussing about the 7 important steps for killer digital marketing strategy. And in this episode, I'm gonna share all those 7 steps which I... Uh, recorded a video for while I was the product manager of DigiPerform and it was all about how to build a successful digital marketing strategy and it was in 2018 so let's get started I have this video transcript for you in my own version where I'm editing a couple of things like this uh, where these kind of words were not also inside the video And I would just add on to a little bit here and there if I find something new. So do you want to know how to create digital marketing strategy? I'm sure if you're listening to this episode, you are tuned in or probably if you're watching me right now because I'm also recording this as a video format, you must be interested in. So I have these seven steps which will help you to create your digital marketing strategy which you can use for your clients, brands, or maybe your personal branding stuff which you might be doing on your blog, maybe on your Instagram, Snapchat, or any other social Media platform or something which is known as a digital platform. Now these are the exact seven steps that have helped me build my own brand, which is Digital Pratik right now, which I've recently trademarked as well. By the way, so you'll always see a TM sign besides Digital Pratik. By the way, <laughs> so decide who your audience is. That's the number one step. All right. Now what do you mean by audience? Like audience targeting is a key driver in a digital industry. So audience is simply the people who you might think might be interested in your content. And let's suppose you are just blogging or maybe you are blogging or maybe you are podcasting like this. In that case, who is your target audience? Who is their gender or their age group? For that, you can do reverse engineering. All these steps to see what's working and what's not. So let's suppose your blog or your blog or your podcast is all about digital marketing. Just like me, I have this Digital Pratik show which is my podcast. And all my episodes are mostly related to digital marketing and a little bit of motivation at times. So what kind of people can be interested in digital marketing? It can be a student, maybe from entrepreneur background, might be a business person, a working professional who wants to just do a side hustle or maybe a working professional who is already doing a digital marketing related job at the company where he wants to scale his uh, talent and skill set so that he can get promoted in the company itself where he just wants to blog, vlog on YouTube or start his own podcast like this. So, how do you categorize uh, categorize it further? People who are falling into entrepreneurial background, maybe a young entrepreneur or maybe a business person who might fall into an age group of maybe 30 to 50. At times, yes, you might just hit the young entrepreneurs, that's why I always tell split testing. So if you're talking about students, the age group will range from 17 to 28 to up to maybe if you're talking about Snapchat, it might range from 13 years to up to 28 years, 35 years. So this is how you define your audience first in your mind. Now let's say you are in fashion niche selling beauty products. So your target audience will be mainly women. Now you have to take action. Oh, by the way, when I talk about this fashion products and beauty products, uh, I recently subscribed to one of the companies uh, which is a salon, like the oldest barber shop, which is 212 years old, which is True Fit and Hill, and like uh, it is men's grooming only, exclusively men's grooming, oldest barber shop in the world, which is uh, True Fit and Hill. And uh, by the way, I'm not getting any sponsorship money, they have not told me to uh, do this thing, Uh, I'm just out of the blue, like while I was uh, reading this video transcript for you, while I was recording this episode, I thought of mentioning this because it's a good case study, like uh, when we always think of beauty and fashion, we think that women would be the best person, but uh, it is not actually that case. Uh, men can always be there when it comes to fashion and beauty because these days like there are plenty of other options as well like I'm going to this grooming parlor and uh, I have a one year membership of true fit and health so almost like every week I'm going over there for my royal shave or royal haircut or maybe pedicure and manicure and oh my god what kind of services they have like and I'm enjoying that's it Right. (laughs) So if it is about fashion, go on Instagram. That's the most popular platform for fashion industry. You can also go to Pinterest and try your hands over there. Test your waters because people put up pictures and videos and everyone wants to look good. So let's say you are into beauty business. And so we go to Instagram, you can tap on search button. Suppose you are selling beauty products Type beauty products in the search box, tap on people and there you go. You'll find plenty of accounts that are selling the same things. You can look into their followers and decide what your audience looks like. So for Facebook, you can go to Audience Insights if you know how to do Facebook Ads. For paid promotions, you can select the desired gender, age group, local radius targeting. You can just target, uh, maybe like right now I'm sitting in Mumbai and I can just target, uh, I'm sitting in Mulund West. So I can target Mulund West in one kilometer radius so that people in one kilometer vicinity as center as Mulund West uh, can just view my Facebook ad and that's it. People who are into a specific age group which I am targeting and uh, desired gender and desired demographics, interests, or maybe job titles, everything, it's so detailed. So what platforms are they active on? So first we have to decide our audience. Now we'll see which platforms they might be active on. First thing is your thought process or instinct. They can be anywhere. They might be active on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Snapchat, Podcasts, YouTube, like LinkedIn They might be anywhere. They might be reading a long-form content, uh, which they might uh, be reading on maybe Quora, maybe on Medium, maybe on LinkedIn, anywhere. So this is how you categorize things. Let's now say that you are into food business. What do you have? You might be having a restaurant. What you can do is show your niche or maybe uh, you can just have a nice little recipe or little tips to be healthy by eating good. You can also upload video on YouTube where you provide value with the recipes. You can also document your journey. You can take people on a virtual tour of your restaurant, show the quality raw materials used to make food and things like that. So what type of content they are consuming? Like uh, as I always say content, 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 content matters and there are four most important uh, common categorized form of content which is text, image, video, audio. What I mean by that is text which is for reading, image which is for visual, video which is also visual and listening thing and audio is simple podcast which you might be listening to right now. You're listening to this particular one maybe on Apple podcast, maybe on Google podcast, maybe on anchor maybe on any other platform so what type of content is your audience consuming if you talk about instagram it will be all about videos and pictures if you talk about blog articles it might be text and images and sometimes a video too because people just have all forms of content now and people now are also having that audio transcript uh, or maybe they embed their podcast episode over there so people have now started to add their podcast episodes as well in their blog when it comes to pinterest like infographics are the most consumed things but you can also add your youtube video link Let's say you have a 15-minute food recipe tutorial on YouTube, so that would be for your audience on YouTube. But the people who are following you on Facebook, for them, what you can do is put up a nicely created square video of 1-2 to two minutes where you can just showcase tip from the entire tutorial. All right? You can have swipe ups, you can have up to 10-minute episode on your home feed, on your feed post, just by having 10 carousal posts, that's it. It's basically native to the platform, Facebook video should be a little bit different than YouTube video, although the content should remain the same. All right, You can just keep on sharing if your brand is doing good with the terms of content which is what I am doing right now. All right, You should not just share the YouTube video link on Facebook, rather upload that as native form because you should repurpose it according to the channel which you are uploading to. So where is the highest engagement? That That's the next question. Let's talk about various, various, various industries. If we talk about digital marketing, people might consume content on YouTube, on Instagram as little tips on digital marketing trends and blogging ideas or maybe blogging ideas as well. If we, and, and now, by the way, podcast ideas as well, episode ideas, recording ideas, what kind of device you are using. <laughs> if we talk about fitness, people might consume data like daily tips, pre and post workouts, healthy foods in form of pictures or videos. When it comes to IT industry, people might be interested in long form blog articles where they read how to do this and that in ethical hacking, alright, they also might go through through youtube videos and stuff so content creation and distribution is the next thing like you will have to figure out where is the highest engagement and then you will have to actually double like like you'll have to quadruple Triple down, double up, whatever you can, alright, to your best capacity. You'll have to do that when it comes to content on any single platform. I cannot rely on just Instagram. I'm having a written form of content which I'm reading from, but people are not knowing because when I just launch it, people might think that when I was actually writing it. So everything is set up. I'm writ I'm doing written form of content. I'm doing audio form of content. I'm doing video form of content. I'm doing image form of content. Like everywhere i'm trying my hands everywhere so that i can get to know where can i get the audience engagement the most when it comes to digital pratik brand So, content creation and distribution, you have to put up unique pieces of content on each and every platform, Facebook, Instagram, blog article, forum, Quora submissions, YouTube. There is like infinite resources, you can also do guest blogging, influencer marketing and this is how you can increase your brand awareness. The best possible thing on the planet earth on internet right now which you can do with respect to content creation and distribution model is Gary Vaynerchuk's uh, content model, 86 pages in-depth book or maybe you can just say a pdf or slides powerpoint slides which you can just download uh, for free without sign up on GaryVenerchuk.com let's talk about the content measurement this is the most important part when you put up all your content on various different platforms because like Identity Identifying your best and worst content is uh, the key to your brand success. So you now have to figure out which one is working and which one is not. Every week or once in a month or maybe every single day, you should go through the statistics, statistics how well your videos are working on which platform, on what platform people are bouncing back from your videos, on what uh, platforms people are listening to your podcast. Because right now my podcast is available on 11 to 12 different platforms, so I keep on, 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 on just having a check on what all platforms people are listening more. I know that people are consuming podcasts right now more on Anchor than on Google Podcast than on Apple Podcast. I, I know that. Alright. So that's the reason why I'm just uh, saying that content measurement is super important. I'm not saying because I've just read it somewhere from a marketing guru. I've done that. So let's suppose you have a 20 minute video on YouTube. Now out of 100 people watching the video, not all of them will consume 100% of it. A few might bounce back at very first minute few on the 18th minute so maybe if you are a youtuber you must be already knowing that if you go to youtube.com analytics you will be able to see that audience retention ratio as well you can see where people are dropping. You can see that graph going down from a particular minute. So you come to know that. What is your average attention ratio? I normally go with a 30 day window and 30 day window. What is my average retention ratio? Depending upon that, I'll try to insert some eye cards in the YouTube so that at that point in time on an average people if they are trying to skip they'll see something new on the top as an card, and then they might just stick to my video that will slowly and steadily increase my audience retention on YouTube videos. That's how you do it measure optimize scaled. And maybe if you are writing a blog article that might be 2000 words long, people might not consume the whole article, they might just drop out after reading half the article or just the first paragraph so you can use heat map to analyze your data and you can just optimize that so it's all about content 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 people tell me that uh, I don't get time to record my uh, podcast I go I don't get time because I'm doing a job I don't get time because of this and that XYZ reasons like today right now the time is early morning 6 45 a.m. and I'm shooting this I'm filming this as a video I am recording this as an episode on a podcast I am doing Doing this, all the shit. I've just woken up at 6 o'clock, done my breakfast and everything, and I'm sitting over here without worrying about how I'm gonna look like, without worrying about the uh, like like the fancy lights or the studio setup. I'm just I'm just producing content. Alright. I'm just produ- producing content, I'm just making the use of my time. That's it. You can just wake up early. Optimize your content and find out a way to increase engagement. That's the next step. Alright now. People, not consume, people might not consume the whole article and they might just drop out after reading the half of article. So you'll have to then optimize or maybe same case with the video, as I told you, you can just insert the iCards. So if it's a YouTube video and you have a large drop on audience retention, that's what I have written. I didn't even read that. All right. I didn't even read like the further things. That's what uh, matters. So this is how you create a digital marketing strategy. On top of that, you can actually have a 15 days to 13 days content planner if at all you are uh, having a good team who can plan your content if you are an individual right now please don't do it because the more you plan the more you will not execute it's all about perfection versus execution execute more execute more execute more execute more all right things will come things will go but you'll have to execute execute But if you are at all into Content Planner, you can use Content Scheduler like Coach Schedule which I used to use earlier or use Google Sheets to plan out your content and fix your keywords that you should be posting around five to seven days later Uh, for Google Sheets like you can Google uh, online and search for Content Planner templates for Google Sheets like you'll get plenty of them, a couple of them are free, a couple of them are paid so you can just try your hands in Google Sheets if you are not able to uh, buy a good plan of Coach Schedule as a tool. Uh, You should have a pre-planned 1 month calendar minimum only when you will be able to develop a flow. If at all you are working with a team and then you are planning a a content. For me, it is the other way around. I don't plan my content. This is a random podcast episode right now which I am recording. I am not planning this. Alright, I'm not planning this because I know how sound I am, how quick I am by using the time, how productive I can be with my time of 5-10 minutes. This is going to be probably 5-7 to seven minute episode in the form of video, in the form of this podcast episode, in the form of written form, I already have it, in the form of maybe 1 or 2 Instagram videos I'll put up. Plain and simple, that's it, I'm done. So, these are the 7 definitive tips on how to create your digital marketing strategy, alright? And uh, that's it. You can just head over to my YouTube channel where I have uploaded more than 700 plus videos on digital marketing and various different sectors uh, like motivation. So, you can definitely check out. If you like my podcast, do let me know in the review section by giving a 5 star or maybe a 1 star. I don't care because I just love your engagement. I just love your honesty and I love you so much. With that being said, this is Digital Pratik, your podcast host, signing off. I'll see you later.